Allison. Yes. Are you licking your lips because you're attracted to me? <laughs> that was the best line. No, by there far. was there were so many good lines last night. That was a good one. I don't one, think that was one of them. Really? Well, it was because I Garrett's I face it when he said it. Yeah, the, that was the incredible. Whole Garrett and Luke. Yikes! Dichotomy last night was great. Um, I usually start these off with some sort of dumb batch song joke, and honestly, I'm too freaking sad to do it this morning. So many emotions this morning. Emotions are running high. We're recording in the morning. It's very early for me. for you. (laughs) It's early for me. I'm sad. I went to bed so late because I had to stay up till finish watching this episode. Today's going to be a rough one. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. (sighs) If you're wondering why we're a little melancholy, we lost lost our boy. We lost Mike. We lost our boy. And, you know, we, we thought it was coming for some time. We didn't think that he was going to be the, the quote-unquote winner of the season, but we didn't think he'd go out this early. Um, we thought it hurt when John Paul Jones left, but this, this one like stings. really stuck. I actually got emotional last night multiple times, Same. and when Mike left was one of them. I mean, no surprise that I did. but Yeah, that's, that's par for the course. I'm but surprised that you did as well. I'm yeah. glad. I'm yeah. glad that you're le- really letting your emotions it, come through. You know, I think this show has just shown me a different side of my, Good. my just – human nature good that's what it's I'm glad here it's for coming out. that is that's what i'm here for the, the right reason the, right the realness <laughs> um but let's start from from the very beginning we are in amsterdam now well first of all we're in cincinnati and i'm allison gunnell oh i'm evan delaney welcome to batch it's please early week we're not eight. used to this <laughs> we're not it's week eight we're rocking and rolling we've got a lot rolling, to talk baby. about okay yes. now let's go to amsterdam now we're in amsterdam <laughs> we're flying over we're in holland all right let's go we start with a jed one on one. Which, if this would have been a few weeks ago, I would have been all in, like, wow, so cute. She really likes Jed. But my vision of Jed is so tainted now because of all of the nonsense we know that he's doing. And literally out loud, I could hear myself several times being like, oh, yeah, do you say that to your girlfriend at home? Yeah. What do you say to your girlfriend at home? It's, it's, it's bad. It's so uncomfortable to watch it. Now that you know this background information about Jed, it's like, ugh. Well, it's heartbreaking. Well, it, it's kind of heartbreaking to watch because you can see Hannah falling really hard for yes, Jed, like and, really hard. And I think he wins. I think I think he wins too. I think after tonight, it solidified I, it for me that la- he's going to win. Yeah, last week I thought it was hands down Peter Pilot, and now no, this I week I'm like, Jed. oh shit, Jed well, wins this thing. I mean, he's the first guy that she told him through tears, "I am falling in love with you," and she—that's the first guy she's told that to. Yep. But. Knowing what we know, it's hard to watch because, like we said, Hannah doesn't know yet at the time of this filming. She yeah. knows now, present day. We don't know what that means. If she did pick Jed, are they still together now with all of this information out there? Are they not? Yeah. Did she know beforehand secretly? I don't know. But it's really hard to watch Jed, and I can't root for him anymore. I it's, don't root for him at all. It's so hard to. and. I yeah, there's just you can't look at it and be like, oh, this is okay. And you just feel no. bad for Hannah. And I, I was never a huge Jed fan to begin with, and I think this just further um, proves my point that I was right about this guy. Well, so. I think I said it last week, maybe that it's going to be really hard if Hannah picks him because you know she's had a lot of emotions through this whole process, and you it's hard to not root for Hannah. We're all rooting for Hannah, and if she picks Jed, it's basically going to be the story of her whole season yeah. is it was the Luke P story and then it was oh you actually picked this guy who had a girlfriend the whole time two horrible stories and they probably if they're together they probably already broke up so yeah it's, it's hard to even watch and I'm it's I'm already cringing waiting to see the after the final rose where they're gonna have to be in person if she picked him yeah it's gonna be weird I think too I, I think we're all we're all big Hannah fans here but I think this is another 
I, I don't know how to phrase this correctly, but it seems like a flaw in her judgment because Luke P is still around, and oh, that's clearly God. a major flaw in judgment. Yikes. Um, the other one is Jed came out and said what his ambitions were on going on the show, and she made it clear on day one that if you're here for the wrong reasons, you're gone. And so true, the, fact, the fact that she's keeping him around, she, she knows there were ulterior motives coming into this. So I, I'm not saying that like that should be automatically disqualifying for Jed, but I think that it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know either because, she, yes, while she did say, if you're not here for the right reasons, you're out, she also said, all I care about is honesty. Yeah. So I think in her mind, Jed being honest about, well, at least the music part, nothing else clearly. I think him being honest about the music part, maybe for Hannah, outweighed the actual motive. Yeah, possibly. Because now she can see, she can see I'm doing air quotes, that he's in love with her and yeah. that he's falling in love with her and he's treating her so well and yeah. whatever. And he is treating her well. And I actually do think he is falling for her. Because oh, it, I think so it too. It seems to be the case. I think it's kind of hard to fake that, especially when there's camera. I feel like it's kind of yeah, hard to fake yeah. that you fe- have feelings for someone, especially who knows, when Jed, Jed is clearly a player, so yeah. maybe he knows what he's doing. And it breaks my heart that we all thought Tyler C was going to be the player. Oh. And look at that angel we have in Tyler sweet, C. Sweet, sweet man. And Jed is the player. Yeah. Oh, oh. It breaks my heart. Also, Jed somehow found the worst flowers in Holland oh my gosh. to give to they Hannah. They were wilting. Those were dilapidated pieces of shit they were terrible literally the entire countryside there is full just of pick beautiful them. tulips just fucking pick just some pick man some out the just pick some get better yeah. flowers yeah come on jed Ugh. first of all get better flowers second of all i'm really over i know that you haven't watched a lot of seasons yeah. but the random old couple that they just happened to sit <laughs> by so that funny. That's only so dated for 10 <laughs> days and they're all gonna cheers to love that yeah. literally happens every season. Oh yeah, it's it's happened every a few times already. Season they happen to run into an old couple who's excited to tell them about their love story, yeah. and it happens to relate to, you know. I wonder if those are real people story. or just actors. I mean, I'm, I know they obviously plant those I don't there, know. but I think I wonder if they like scope them out as like, oh, you guys are actors. Um, I don't know. It was also funny when they asked where they were from, and Jed says, "Oh, we're English." We're English. Hannah was like, "No, we're American." <laughs> I feel like he's not super smart now that I've seen this. I don't know. I don't know that I can just say anything nice about him at all. I'm yeah. very over Jed, especially because of the information about now that he apparently was also cheating on the girlfriend that he left at home Yeah, that he cheated on with Hannah. Yeah. It, it just never ends. Only good part about this episode was he didn't whip out his guitar. Thank God. But according to the previews, it looks like, you know, he's going to come back with his guitar yep. very soon. Yep. All right, so let's move on from Jed. He, gets he got the, the rose, rose obviously. Yeah, big deal. Blah, blah, blah. All right, now we go on to our boy, yes. Tyler C. Love to talk about oh Tyler C. Oh, my God. Talk about him. Let's go. Every week, I love Tyler C. more and more. Every yeah. week, he's, he I don't know. He just seems so genuine to me because he's got kind of a cool guy vibe. Very cool guy vibe. A very cool guy, but in a very genuinely nice guy way also. He's yeah. like a cool, nice guy. Yeah. I feel like he's that guy in high school that – is like super attractive and all the girls like him and he just kind of lays low. Yeah, that was, but that was my high school. That was, that was me, man. You, exactly. But Yikes. he's genuinely just a really good guy. Every week he's joking around. He knows exactly what to say to make Hannah feel comforted by him. Yeah. But you can tell that he's being honest. He's He's fallen hard for her. But he's also one of the only guys who I think has actually tried to make friendships with other people in the house and stand up to people without causing fights. And yeah. He has Hannah's best interest in heart. And I honestly think that 
he's the kind of guy that if he knew she liked someone better than him, he would probably just like back down from it altogether because he truly wants her to be happy. Yeah. I I actually texted you this last night, and I think that Tyler C. has surpassed Mike I agree. in my, my personal power rankings. I agree with you. And I, 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 I love, love them Tyler both. C. And it's, I don't know, just the way that I think it was Tyler was so freaked out by the horses. That was It was endearing. endearing. It was endearing. Um, he he actually pays for the ice cream with his own euros. I don't know if they just gave him because usually they just give them free stuff there. Yeah, and the fact that he actually paid for it, I don't know, just made me feel a little nice. happy inside. I agree. Um, he seemed really nervous the entire episode. He did seem kind of nervous, which I kind of liked because I think that it's really stupid when they don't seem nervous. Yeah, there's no way you're in this kind of environment without feeling nervous. Yeah, I think he's got almost like a confident nervousness. Like yeah. he's nervous, but it's not taking away from his confidence either which I think is telling of Tyler C and I think to your point about why Tyler C's now moved up in the power rankings I think that Mike was always good Mike's always Tyler C kind of came up from behind because like we didn't have the same expectations no we all went into it like oh this kid like dancing in his intro he's weird like he's gonna be a douchebag and he is the best the opposite of douchebag he's incredible I love Tyler C so they went horseback riding they had this weird pickled herring, which all things he doesn't like horses. He doesn't like pickled herring. It's showing that he's willing to make compromises and sacrifices yeah, for Hannah. He even said, he's like, I would do anything for this girl, which yeah. I loved. Everything he said basically melted my heart. Hannah wanted him to open up during the day portion of their date, and he was struggling a lot to open up. It's and not his gym. No. Yeah. He wasn't doing a very good job opening up. He was struggling a little bit. And then when you moved to the night portion, you could really see his emotions come through, and he opened up so well, so like, this is the first time in the episode that I got a little misty-eyed. Oh, same. Had the I was sweats. very misty-eyed. Yeah, I mean, he really went for it, and he's talking yeah. all about his life, his family, and, I mean, Hannah was not loving it because of him being emotional, but loving yeah. that he was letting her see that part of yeah. him. and it wasn't a story that was, like, overwhelmingly sad. It's something that you hear a number of times. Absolutely. People going through, um, our families going through the housing crisis back in of course. Like, the early aughts. And then, you know, going through a parent's divorce. I mean, that's pretty commonplace in the United States these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. But just the way that he seemed so genuine about it and the way that he felt about it resonated. Like, it just yep. it bled through the TV and, like, oh, I agree. hit me in my freaking heart. I oh. agree. And he was, like, clearly emotional, which I think she liked because you can tell she likes someone. She wants a guy who's in touch with his emotions and isn't afraid to feel things yeah. and express those feelings. Yeah. And I think that it was... It was a really nice night for them. Hannah, I think that solidified their relationship for yeah. Hannah that she was like, this this guy, I want to meet his family. I want to see what, where this goes. And yeah. I think that this week is probably one of the biggest in every season mm-hmm. because when you're going to meet someone's family, that's pretty serious. Yeah, It's also weird because you're meeting four people's families and they're all kind of equal-ish mm-hmm. in your heart, in your brain, whatever. Yeah. So she wants to make sure, like, yeah. this is for real. And it solidified it. And Tyler got the rose, and she's going to meet his family. So happy for Tyler. I'm telling Very he, happy. He just the way that he's climbed this season I love is Tyler unbelievable. C. And if he doesn't win this whole thing, it's either – it's got to be him or Mike for Bachelor. I know. Now I'm starting to think maybe I want Tyler C. I to be the Bachelor. I want Tyler C. Because – I just, uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm he'd be great. now that Mike is too good for just this franchise. I think Mike just needs to move on to other things. Like, yeah. I, I don't think this is for him. We'll obviously get to Mike in a second. Yeah. But I think Tyler C. like thrives in this environment. Yeah. I don't know. He's doing great. He really does well. But he also does really well with the fact that it's still kind of a competition. Like, mm-hmm. he handles the other guys and 
the other dates. And he even says she's got to go on dates. Yeah. When she went naked bungee jumping with Garrett and Luke freaked out. Tyler was the one who said, let her do her he thing. He supported that, yeah. Yeah, she's got to figure it out her own way. Man. Like, I mean, he's just a great guy. This guy's great. Um, we love you, Tyler C. Tyler, Tyler C. You. gets the rose, obviously. Of course. Oh, um, one other thing during Tyler C. I thought it was kind of awkward. Hannah was talking about her parents' communication skills. Oh, yeah. And how kind of sh- – Basically shitting on her parents' communication skills. Yeah, she was tweeting last night that she, she was, was watching the episode with, with her parents. And, and was, I expected her to say they were divorced or separated or something. And no, they're very much together. And I'm like, yeah. that is a little awkward. Eh. I wonder how her parents felt. I mean, it's good she's honest, but I wonder yeah. how her parents felt about that. Yeah. Hannah's parents, come on the show. Let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. Um, okay, so someone who decided that he did not get a one-on-one date yeah. and he was a little little bummed out about it. Yeah. It's Connor. I don't know that he handled that very well. I don't think so. I think he just re- – well, I think he knew that his time was probably coming up anyways. Yeah, I think so too. I just think that it's always awkward when a guy – they all want the one-on-one date, all yeah. of them. So when one guy does get it and the other guys are like rude about it, yeah. it makes it uncomfortable because you don't want them to act that way when you get a one-on-one. Yep. So, yeah, Connor basically was like, I don't want to talk about this. I'm out. <laughs> And Mike, Mike said best. Mike was like, I mean, I don't really care at all that he didn't get the rose, but I care for him as a human. <laughs> yeah, which is classic Mike. Um, yeah, so Connor went over to Hannah, um, her room, and basically just said, like, hey, I really wanted that one-on-one. Yeah. She kind of shared with him that she's not really sure that he's um, going to be making it very far. Yeah, she seemed very excited when he first got there. Like, she was yeah. so pumped that he came. And then once he kind of was going into why – like you said, she she was kind of like, look, he's very pouty you're great. about it, and he I think really that was pouty. a really um, the wrong tone to take with her. I agree, I agree because she Connor respond knew, well to that. No, and like Connor knows that there are other relationships that are yeah bigger and better than theirs are right now. All of them, are all so of far. them. So I mean, not too surprising. Kind of what we expected when he said, "I'm going to go to her room and talk to her." Yeah, wasn't too surprised. Do you notice that literally he always sounds like he's crying? <laughs> the way his voice is, it sounds like he's crying yeah. all the time. Yeah, it does. I never really thought about that. But that's pretty on brand then for right. what happened last night. Yeah. So it yeah. is. All right. Well Connor. see you, Connor. Later. He might go to Paradise. Hardly knew you. <sighs> all right, let's let's get to it. Um well, this we've actually, been putting it off. This this might have hurt me more than John Paul Jones's departure. Um so we have our one on one with Mike. We bike with Mike. Bike with Mike. And Hannah was super pumped when the date started. Like, the minute Mike got there, she was she seemed excited. She yeah. was really happy to see him. He obviously was super pumped about the whole thing. That huge smile. Yeah, and they were going biking. And then there was kind of like a painting thing, which went very quickly. We barely saw any of that date. Yeah, I personally, if I'm ever on this show, which, you know, maybe, I will be, maybe I will be Stay next tuned. year. Yeah, watch out. Um, this is one of the dates that I would love to have gone on. Really? Big, big art guy. Um, okay, all right. I'm not good at, like, creating art, so the drawing part would have been disastrous for me, but it would have been fun. I think that's the point, though. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed it's, to be yeah, disastrous and fun. funny. But I also just like, I just like going to art museums, and I like biking through yeah. old European cities. Like, this is this is the Evan date this week. I like it. Well, if you ever go on there, make sure you request this date I for yourself. I sure will. I'll make sure that... They just listen to what I want and not what the producer wants. Exactly. I, I like this date. I think that one of my biggest pet peeves about the whole Bachelor franchise and dates is how unrealistically ridiculous a lot of the dates are. Yeah. Like, let's take a private jet to wherever. We're going to have this 
beautiful, expensive picnic we're not going to eat on the side of a mountain, whatever. And it's like in real life, I honestly feel like that's why a lot of the couples from the show don't make it far is because they get these unrealistic expectations for their perfect dates and their perfect world. Yeah. And then they go home and it's like, oh, uh, like, are we going to watch Netflix? Like, (laughs) should we go to the store? Yeah. are you going to do the dishes? Am I like, you know, real oh, we're stuff. Oh, supposed to eat this steak? Right. I think they should do real dates where yeah. they have to like grocery shop together, where they have to like pick out furniture for a house together and see if they can agree on it or yeah. go house, fake house hunting together. There's so and much see if sponsored they agree. content opportunities within that too. There's so much. Plan a trip together and see how it goes. Yeah. Things that actually go camping, literally yeah. in a tent and see if you make it. Like, there's things that you have to do or you do in real relationships that they don't get a taste of on the show because it's so much spectacle. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be private concerts after every date you go on. And I feel like some of the magic is lost when the show is over. Maybe you're just going on bad dates, Allison. (laughs) Maybe that's Maybe that's what it is. It seems like you're not getting the the private concert satisfaction at the end of your dates. Oh, yeah, are you? Is that how all your dates end? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> Hit me up, ladies. <laughs> Don't you think, though, that they should do, like, real-life dates? Yeah, no, I think Things they that you actually have to navigate because yeah. you can actually see your chemistry with people? Absolutely. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, so when we get into we, – we get this dichotomy now of Mike in his on-screen interviews talking about, oh, I, she's going to be the mother of my child. I can really yeah. see her being, like, this special person in my life. Yep. And then you have visuals of Hannah – looking at the art, seeking guidance from St. Catherine. That was um, – all of that was weird. <laughs> it was very strange. But you just know what's coming at this point, and you keep yep. hearing Mike build everything up about how he's so into her and all that stuff. I think and we knew the minute he said to her, right when the biking was ending and the the painting was ending, he said, I want you to be my wife. Something along like something you could like be that. my wife. Yeah. And as soon as he said the word wife, Ugh, her face man. changed. It was like she cringed. And yeah. as soon as she did that – I was like, he's going home. I, I just don't think that – I I think Mike is too mature for her a little bit. I think that yeah. Mike is also – and I think Hannah's great, but somehow Mike is almost too good for this show, too good for Isn't this he older universe. Too? He's 31. Yeah, I mean, not that age matters, but yeah. Hannah's, what, 24? Yeah. 25, so – I mean, yeah, maybe just, there's maybe something to say about stages. the different life stages. And he's been through a lot he has, in he his has. life. So I think he's pretty much like, this is it. I'm ready. Let's settle down. Yeah. Marriage, kids, everything. Yeah. Let's go. But of course, he handled the entire thing. Like a freaking pro. Just like Mike. She was, I mean, you could tell she was devastated that she yeah. even had to send him home. I mean, sending Connor home, she was like, see you later. Yeah. Sending most people home. Hurt. She's like, all right, bye. Because he's such a good guy. Well, and she kept saying that. She was like, I know that. You have all these special women in your life, and I cannot go home and meet them knowing that it's not me, which yeah. I think is very respectful. I respect that, for sure. I'm glad she did that before going to meet his family, but she was devastated to send him home. She knows that he is just an absolute great guy. She kept saying, he deserves fierce love just as much as I do. He's incredible. Yeah. He's great. And I think while he was devastated and a little blindsided, he handled it so well. He was almost comforting her about breaking up with him. He was. Because that's what crazy. Mike does. Mike's the best. Mike's I mean, the man. He handled You know what? It He's like... back on top of Tyler C. <laughs> Get back down, Tyler. He just handled it so well, so mature, yeah. like we were saying. I mean, he said, you know, you can't be sorry for doing what you feel. And yeah. while he's upset and he really was starting to fall in love with this girl, he was you not 
bitter. He was not angry. I mean, he handled it so yeah. well, which says a lot about him. He'll be fine. He's he's a class act, and he's going to find the, the woman of his dreams. And that woman is so lucky because oh Mike is a freaking Jeez. catch. Yes, he is. Any woman is going to be so lucky to be with Mike. He's amazing. Yeah. I what I think what hurt me the most last night is when he's got this big smile oh, and then God, he knows the what's happening. When he got off the elevator. Fades. Yeah. You could see it in that weird like glass elevator that oh, he just had a smile yeah. as big as you could see. Oh my God. It was rough. It was hard. It was rough. So Mike is sent home. Goodbye, that is left Mike. with a group date between Peter the pilot, Garrett, and Luke P. Literally could not have been any more <laughs> uncomfortable. It was the most awkward thing yeah. I've ever seen. So Luke or I'm sorry, uh, Peter kind of gets through this whole thing unscathed. He gets the group as heroes. expected. So let's let's not even go into that because we already know how we feel about Peter. He's he saves great. the day every He's time. The best. He saves, saves the, the day. day. Makes her yeah. feel great. It was great. Love but, Peter. The only thing I want to say about Peter is the Peter Tyler C bro hug moment <laughs> when they look to the door and Peter came back with his rose and Tyler C just runs and jumps yeah. on him. And he's, he was tweeting last night. Tyler C was on a roll last oh, night he on was Twitter. Great. And he was tweeting, like, love me some Peter, as you can tell. Yeah. And I love that. That was wonderful. But the this ended up Ugh. being Garrett versus Luke, round infinity. Yep. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It, this might have been the most entertaining rendition of it, though. I just love, like, when Garrett is sitting there with just this smug look on his face, just staring. And Luke P is just yeah. glaring. Yeah. Glaring. Garrett it, was a little... Garrett was almost a little too confident going into it. That's when I started was, getting nervous. He was. I, I think, though, Garrett understood that he could have gone home, so he's going to try to make Luke, Luke P. self-destruct at all possible costs. Which is kind of a smart angle because yeah. it's not oh, hard to sure. get Luke P. to self-destruct. It, it's really not. I don't even know where to start with Well, Luke with P. The whole immediately thing. threw people under the bus. He gets one second with Hannah, and he said— He's already talking well, about the guys. The, so-and-so said this, and Garrett said he was th- fake and whatever, whoever said this and that. Okay. All and, right. And Hannah sided with him a little bit, which really frustrated she me because does. every single guy has come out against Luke P. Every single one. And he's the only one that has a different account right. as to what's going on. How can that on. not count for something? How, I, I how don't... does that not get through? And this is where I'm worried about her judgment right now because he a is alarming. clearly a psychopath. He's manipulating the well, shit he is. out and of I her. Think that's, I think that's why she keeps him around because he has this manipulation angle on her. And it's oh, it's so bad. I'm so tired of it. It's so bad. It's exhausting to even watch at this point. And when she was siding with Luke P, I was frustrated because Garrett. I mean, Luke P basically was like, "Well, Garrett likes me now. We were we were talking last night." And Garrett basically was like, "Look, that doesn't mean I just want to be your pal, but I'm not the kind of guy who's going to ignore other people." Yeah, which yeah. is fair because I yeah. would do the exact same, same. thing. Obviously, we're yeah. not the people that are going to go. No, we're- Ignore others and like confront them, make some big fight. Yeah. If I don't love someone or like them that much, and someone's still in the room with me talking to me, and I live with this with them, I'm obviously gonna be cool with them. Yeah. So so when they're with or when Hannah's with Peter, it's just Luke and Garrett in this room Yikes. by themselves, and this is when the tensions really flare up. And the baloney. And the baloney. That was so, so weird. They're they're talking, and at some point, Luke gets up and just screams in Garrett's face. That looked so staged to me. Like, I don't know what it was about it, but and it Garrett's, looked like he was reading off a script. And Garrett's smiling the whole time because he knows what's happening. The self-destruct mode is in effect for Oh, Luke. for sure. Yeah. I don't know how Hannah didn't hear the screaming. She was too entranced with her time with Peter. Don't blame her there. Yeah. That's I, fair. Couldn't either. And then, yeah, then Luke turns around and goes, you know what this is? 
picks up some bologna and throws it on Luke, or Garrett. That was so weird. Was, <sighs> Threw bologna at him. I'm so confused. He's so corny too. Like it Luke is. P is, which it's makes so him corny. I don't know. It, a he's bad just villain. The worst. He's such a bad. A five As Tyler foot said, a five foot villain. eight bad villain. This is my favorite line of the or the I hope it's called of a movie, the movie of the show where he goes, "Oh, I know you," and then um, Luke P goes, "You don't know me." And he goes, "Oh, I know you. I will double point on that one. Double pistols." Oh yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> that was so funny. Just that that, that whole moment funny. between the two. Garrett is clearly trolling Luke P as hard as he can. Oh, I, I think it's sort of working. Obviously, you know, Garrett gets sent home, and I think it's just a testament of kind of Hannah's bad judgment at that point. Yeah, well, even before that happened, Garrett, I mean, Garrett told her he loved her. He was like, I'm yeah. not falling in love with you anymore. Like, I am in love with you. And he was the first one to say he it. He was the first, well, except for Luke, the first week, well, second yeah. week. But the first real one to say it. We don't count that. Part of me, I'm not going to lie when I was watching because I like Garrett. I think he's cool. But when I was watching it, part of me was wondering – is he saying this because he knows that she's going to pick Luke, but he thinks if he says this, then maybe it'll speed things up for them? I think so. I don't want to assume that, but yeah. it's kind of hard not to, given the current situation, Yeah, that that was kind of what he might be thinking. Because then, you know, Luke gets someone all in time with her, and he's opening up about his faith, which I think he knew would be hook, line, and sinker with Hannah because she, you know, her faith is very important to her, and she's been very vocal about that. So that's something she feels that they connect on. And then they were making out. Yeah. I'm like, what do you come on, Hannah? Yeah, the no. whole the whole Luke P thing coming out about how he was chasing sex and he was super into drinking and partying and it just it didn't feel authentic and I've I've heard this bullshit from people before. Yeah. From people who I actually know who are exactly like Luke P. Yep. Who who claim to have this faith based life and then do terrible shit right. all the time. Well, and it kind of fuels the fire for how mad I know I'm going to be next week when Ugh. he's already talking about how he chased all these things, which a lot of people do, absolutely. But knowing what we know about how he's going to slut shame Hannah next week is yeah. just going to infuriate me, yeah. which we'll get to in a second, but I'm already fired up about <laughs> it. I'm just already mad. Yeah. Luke gets the rose. It's so, so it's, stupid. It's reached its boiling point with me. I think I'm, I'm tired of it. And then he carries her out, and they're like, oh, oh whatever, just, like over the... Just made me sick. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, here. Luke gets... I'm sorry. Garrett gets sent home. Connor left. Mike is gone. Down to four. Down to four guys. That's crazy. That yeah. hap- I feel like that happened so fast. So Peter, Tyler C., Luke, and Jed all get hometowns. Yep. They all are going to... Hannah's going to be all of their families. I'm really intrigued to see the Luke I hope Jed's family is like, oh, is this the girl that you've been dating right. for six months? What if his girlfriend showed up at the hometown? This would be... Oh, that, that would, would be, be amazing. Amazing. And I would, I would love, love to see that unfold with Jed's girlfriend showing up. Hopefully it does. We'll I see. Doubt we'll it, find but it'd be yeah, great. I it too. And I'm really... I know Peter's will be perfect. I know Tyler C's will be perfect. Yeah. Luke's, I'm very interested to see his family. Yeah. And how that dynamic goes down. And if they try to make excuses for him or how much they know or if they tell him, get your shit together or I'm really intrigued. It should yeah. be interesting. Hometowns are always a very telling week because you got it from the view of Hannah. She's trying to see, like, which family do I fit into? Which family yep. can I spend holidays with and go on trips with and call my in-laws without without hating life? Like, she's yeah. got to kind of see where she fits in. Yeah. It looks well. The the Peter hometown looks juicy next it week. It does. Woo! Can't yes. wait for that one. It really does. Yeah. So next week, hometowns. Everything looks like it's going to be great. Everyone says they love her. 
basically it looks like everyone's in love. Yep. At this point, that's what you kind of expect with only four left. And it looks like I think next week might be the whole sex shaming thing with Luke P. They've been <sighs> teasing it for so long. Yeah. That I don't know if it's going to be next week or if it's going to – it'll probably be Fantasy Suites week. Probably be Fantasy Suites because you see um, a background of Greece with Luke and – Hannah, and that's where Fantasy Suites are this Which year. Which means, who's going to go home next week? I hope to God it's Jed. But it's not. So it's going to either be Peter or Tyler C., which means my heart I, is I going to explode. I think it's going to be Tyler C., to be honest with you. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. We'll that's going to be hard to watch. The rest of the whole season is going to be so hard to watch Yeah, knowing everything that's going down. Yeah. So we do have our two made-up roses coming up. First, we do. let's go to a message from Spotify. Two roses that we're giving out today. Do you want to start, Allison? Sure, I will start. Okay, so this one's going to need a little explaining. That's fine. Go for it. That's the the basis of this (laughs) segment is for us to explain random things. The weighted blanket rose. Okay. Okay. Goes to Mike. And here's why. I don't know how familiar you are with a weighted blanket. Yeah, I'm familiar. But they're supposed to calm you. They're supposed to reduce stress and anxiety. Uh And I genuinely feel like while Hannah was breaking up with Mike, he was the one doing all the comforting. He was the one trying to make her okay with this, with her decision to dump him. And he was so calming and such a comforting presence. So that's why. That's why he gets that. I like that. that. uh, Have you seen Happy Gilmore? Yes, I have. The Shooter McGavin (laughs) rose goes to Garrett. Because of the finger pistols. And he's a golfer. And he's a golfer. So it works out perfectly. That is a good one. All right. My other one is the one hit wonder rose, which goes to Connor because oh. they had one date. Did and he, he even have just, a one hit? I guess he had one date. Because he had one date and he has just was been living. Was even a good living. one, though. No, because she was sick. It's a whole thing. But he has been, he wrote all those cute little post it notes mm-hmm. or whatever. But he has been living off of that one date, thinking yeah. that that one date was going to be enough to send him through. So he gets yeah. the one hit wonder rose. Yep. Uh, my last one is the anti sea biscuit rose <laughs> going to Tyler C. Homie can't ride a horse. No. It, that whole thing was funny. I loved, I loved it, though. It. I loved that he wasn't perfect at something. Yeah. Because he's one of those guys that is just perfect but at everything. But his imperfections are just as good as his perfections. I agree. It was so funny when he got her ice cream and he's trying to go towards her and the <laughs> horse just backed away as far as it could. Amazing. That's that's true love. That Those moments in there, that's what I'm talking about. Look, Hannah, even if you pick Jed, please break up with him and go find Tyler C. Yeah, do it. That's what we need. That'd be kind of cool. Or Whatever Peter. happened before, like a, a contestant breaks up with it has. one and then they go switch to another one? Jason Mesnick. The fa- well, yeah, Jason Mesnick was the first, and he was the famous one who picked someone, got engaged, and then on the after the final rose, broke up with her. And asked the other girl if she'd give him a chance. Oh, did she give him a chance? She sure did. They're married with children now. Whoa, worked out. And then Ari, who's the bachelor before Colton, he picked Becca, who okay. ended up being last bachelorette. Yeah. He picked Becca. They got engaged. And then they filmed him going to Becca and saying, hey, just kidding. I actually want to go be with Lauren now. Yeesh. And him and Lauren are married and have a child. There we go. So, so that kind of works out. It really worked out. So let's hope that that's what happens here. Yeah. So we do have some uh, listener mail that we're going to get to here. Um, The first little note comes from Katie Ross. Katie, shout out. Hi, Katie. Um, So she basically gave this whole scenario of the whole Hannah and Luke situation and the fact that none of their friends are around to tell Hannah, you know, what's really happening because the show doesn't allow for contact um, with the outside world. So Katie wants to know that if Hannah's friends and family could tell Hannah – 
while seeing Luke P's actions, would the result be different of, of their relationship? I honestly had to think about this because I changed my answer. Really? My answer at the first was yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now I'm thinking maybe not. Why not? Because I think she's so weirdly drawn to him that it doesn't seem that other people telling her straight truths even affect it. Yeah. So I don't know that it would change anything because I think she's very much like, I will make these decisions for myself. I don't care what other people's opinions are. Uh That's kind of been her mantra the whole time. I honestly do not know if it would have changed. It might have made her think about it a little more or maybe he wouldn't have made it quite as far. Yeah. But I don't think she would have cut him off as early as we all think she should have, even if her family and friends were around. I I think it would have. I think it definitely would have changed the results. I think he would have been gone by now. Um, I actually think that she would lean on the advice of close friends and family. Um, Like when we had Demi and Katie show up earlier in the season. That wouldn't have happened if she didn't have a trust system with with people close to her. So I think that it definitely would have changed the dynamic of it and Luke would have been gone because they could have said everyone else is right about Luke. Because she she doesn't know what's happening on the outside. And she doesn't have the full-blown trust with those guys as she would with her friends and family. I think it's just weird because she has some weird just magnet. She's basically like a magnet. She's so drawn to him for reasons we don't know, really. Makes no sense at this point. And so part of me is wondering, even if her friends were like, no, he's bad, he's bad, if she would have been like, no, no, there's good in him. Let me show you. Let me prove it to you. Yeah. So there's part of me that's like maybe it would have been exactly the same. Could go either way. Yeah. I feel like, Katie, we didn't really answer your question. Sorry, that's a tough no. one. Either way. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> yeah, it is a tough one. Um, we do have another one from Spencer. He said, what song best describes the remaining contestants? Yeah, this is a tough one. Had to do some some hard thinking <laughs> on this one. Do you want to just go contestant by contestant and we'll both say our songs Yeah, so for we'll, we'll okay. include the ones that are still, uh, that were on the episode last okay, night. Okay, perfect. We, we did this yesterday as a little exercise. Um, let's just start with Peter. Okay, so Peter, I picked the song Perfect by One Direction because... <laughs> duh. Duh. <laughs> um, I went with the Steve Miller Band song Jet Airliner um, because of obvious reasons. He's a pilot, but the song also talks about the, the loneliness of a, of a pilot, and so it makes sense. Makes me sad to think. Yeah. Poor Peter. Um, Mike. Mike, I picked the song You Smile by Justin Bieber because the lyrics say, when you smile, I smile. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Mike and his beautiful smile. Have you seen uh, Dirty Dancing? Yes. Okay. The time, I'm picking Time in My Life. Okay. Because that's the scene, or that's the song that plays when Swayze lifts up yes. the girl. And Aww. Mike is always lifting up the girl. That's emotional. Hannah. So that's, that's my song for, for that's Mike. A, that's a good one. Um, Connor. Connor... Connor, I picked the song Chillin' It by Cole Swindell. Shout out <laughs> to my friend Heather one. is the only reason I even know that song. Shout out, Heather. Because I feel like that's he's just chilling. Like, he's kind of <laughs> he's there, there. But he's he's there, and I don't not like him, but we haven't seen enough of him to like him a lot. So he's, he's just, he's just kind of chilling it. All right. So for Connor, I'm picking the song If You Don't Know Me By Now by <laughs> Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. That's hilarious. Um, basically just – Speaks for itself. Yeah, it just it's right there in the title. All right. Um Tyler C. Tyler C, I picked the song Cool by the Jonas Brothers. All right. Because he's so cool. Yeah. He's I just picked, a cool guy. I picked The Man by the Killers. Yes, that's it's a just, good one. He's he's similar, certified lean. Yeah, similar. He's, he's, he's just, got it. The man, he's cool, he's great. Um Garrett. Garrett, I picked the song I Won't Back Down. Ooh, shout out Tom Petty. Yeah, shout My out boy. Tom Petty. 
because, as it says, he has been the only one who has made it his mission in life to stand up to Luke P. Yeah. every single time. Yeah. Regardless of it costing him maybe his own yep. relationship. So I'm picking the song True Colors from the movie Trolls. Oh. Um, because the movie Trolls. Garrett is a troll himself when it comes to Luke P. <laughs> and I didn't want to pick Can't Stop the Feeling because that song is way overplayed. Because he's a troll. <laughs> and and True funny. Colors was a great song. Love it. Great one. That's a good one. Uh, who do we have left? Just Luke P, right? And Jed. Oh, okay. Let's do Luke P first. Luke we got a couple P, songs for Jed. Yeah, Luke P was hard to pick just one. I picked the song yeah. Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Okay. Oh, I love Billie Eilish. Yeah, She's that's great. why I picked Bad Guy because obviously yeah. he's a bad guy. I picked Every Breath You Take by The Police <laughs> um, because if you really listen to the lyrics of it, it's a very stalker-sounding song. And that fits the bill for Mr. Luke P. Perfect. All right. The music man himself, Jed. Well, Jed was hard, too, because I, I thought of a several for both him and Luke P, and I had to narrow it down. I picked the song Sweet But Psycho Uh-oh. because to Hannah, super sweet, you know? Yeah. Seems on the outside, sweet guy. But he's a psycho who has a bunch of girlfriends that he lies to. <laughs> who is that song by? I've never heard that before. Ava Max. Yeah, definitely. You haven't heard, heard that? that either. No. Okay. All right, Look I have up. a couple songs for Jed. Um, actually, two of the songs are part one and part two. The first one I'm going to go with is Area Codes by Ludacris. Um, the conceit of that song is that Ludacris has, quote-unquote, different hoes and er- different area codes. <laughs> so since, Very fitting. So Very since fitting. Jed is dating um, a bunch of different women at one time, it seems, I felt like it was fitting for Jed. I'm also picking Yikes. Confessions Part 1 and 2 for Jed because <laughs> this guy parts. has some secrets. So many secrets. And they're coming out. So many secrets. I cannot wait to see how that all unfolds. Yes. Yes. Those are good. We did a good job we with that. We did a great job with that. Thank we you, are Spencer, good. for we, sending us that. We should make a uh, Spotify playlist. Ooh. You guys can listen to these songs. Okay. We'll, we'll get on that somehow. We'll, we'll figure, do that. We'll figure that out. If you guys want to send us some more questions, we beg you, please, 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 please talk to us. We're so lonely. It's just the two of us. <laughs> There's a second one-on-one in a row. Just the two of us. Please send us questions. That's our, our song, Just the Two of Us. Just the Two of Us. <laughs> That's our theme song. Please send us questions, batchpleasepod at gmail.com. Or on Instagram and Twitter at Batch Please Pod. Hit those DMs. One more little ad that we're going to do here. Um, if you stick around for the end, I think we're going to start sticking bloopers in the end of this episode. There are so many to there choose from. There are so from. many to choose from. We actually did a pretty good job today, so we might pull one from the past. Um, because believe it or not, we mess up on this quite a bit. So many times. And we edited out. There was one more thing I had to say. I don't remember what it is. It was how um, much you love the blooper. Oh, how much I love the actual blooper <laughs> yeah. from this episode. Wow, that was great. It was great. The baloney on the eyes. Baloney on the eyes. It was perfect. It was incredible. It was so funny. I didn't like it better than the piano playing of last week. That was still my favorite. They were different, Because the the camaraderie of yeah, yeah. that was amazing. But this, but just the sheer goofiness of it. Amazing. I loved. So, yeah, hang out for these bloopers, man. Thanks for listening. Bye. So we do want to hear more of your guys' questions. So, again, reach out to us on social or on email, um, Instagram and Twitter at Batch Please Pod or <laughs> got a little thing in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> or you can reach out to us on email 